Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Now, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. I think I botched that intro, but we're live, so I can't do anything about it. Oh, what happened? Like, <clears throat> the uh, the video for the actual intro stuff didn't play, but I forgot that the music probably still did, so I started talking before our act, like while our music just was blasting. So oh, all right. We want to do the can't. intro again in case people couldn't hear it. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back. Going in raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, tape live at the Twitch and at the YouTube, but at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. If you're watching us live on the YouTube, do us a huge favor. Give us a thumbs up hit that subscribe button hit that notify bell uh look, I, there's no paul today but uh no call but, you know paul, huh? it, it'd be pretty cool if we got 200 likes yeah, by the end it. of the show that'd let's be kind of cool, great right? um yeah before we get to the uh, talk of AEW and dynamite um excuse me programming changes for uh the next couple weeks real quick so we're gonna do a new show tomorrow then we got Frendo Awards on Friday. Yeah. And then next Monday, we got Count Out. Do this from memory. Yeah. I'm not looking at the paper. Tuesday, yeah. there's nothing. We're not doing anything on Tuesday. Nothing. Nothing. You know what's cool is what? that it turns out I don't have anything either. It's kind of cool. Because oh. remember, I had that big thing yeah. I had to do, but they changed it up. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, we've got AEW. Correct. Thursday is going to be our predictions for 2023. Very good. Friday we're doing a special watch along the SmackDown on the 30th. Yep. For because they're you know they've got the huge main event. John Cena's going to wrestle. So on. Oh so man, forth. you know. Hey, look, man. You know what? Everybody's all like, you do shows after the shows again. We're doing we're a special Friday. SmackDown Friday. Yeah, we're yeah. listening to, to, to the friendos. And after that, we're going to do a SmackDown recap. And then Saturday, next Saturday. A yeah. week from this Saturday, the, the 31st, 31st last New Year's day. Eve, we're going to uh, do the uh, Frendo Awards uh, winners. That is correct. So that's exciting. And the Frendo Award video, like you said, is going up in two days. That's the nominations. Yes, yes, yes. Saturday. Yes. Friday? And then, Saturday, of course, we do, we're doing Smash Zone Friday. this Thursday 
and then I assume Smash Zone next Friday. But TV. Yeah, I don't see why not. That's the twenty yeah. ninth. We could do that. I'm yeah. cool with that. Uh, so yeah, on this episode of Going in Raw, of course, we're gonna be talking about AEW Dynamite. Uh, and a really terrific main event. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a, a, a curse word. We had, we had some cursing on the show, which was kind of great. Uh, the formation of a new faction. Yes. Uh, the the official dissolving of a popular tag team. That's all. That was all one thing right there. Yeah, that was uh, one segment. Yeah. More action on Drade. But first, we got this. We're going to talk about this. So last Friday, Dave Meltzer reported in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that AEW was planning on revamping the look of their shows next year. In a recent interview with TV Insider, Tony Khan confirmed that Dynamite Rampage will have a new look in 2023. Before I get to this quote, can we just acknowledge for a second for everybody in our comments, we get them every once in a while, who says, Dave Meltzer's wrong all the time. He never gets anything right. Let the record show. This is the time he reported it, and then it turned out to be right, Larson. Yeah, that's correct. Got to give credit where credit's due, darn it, right? Indeed, indeed. Yeah, man. Uh, so here's a quote. He says, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag necessarily, especially so close to the big day. But at the start of 2023, we're going to open the year on Wednesday, January 4th, with the first Dynamite in Seattle, marking a full year of Dynamite on TBS. We'll definitely have a new look, to say the least. I'm excited about it. I think it's a nice thing to present to the fans. But frankly, I've found more so than ever, the more you talk about these things. When you build them up, you don't want to create expectations that are impossible. I will say the set will be beautiful, though. The look of Rampage will also be different. That makes sense because they're taped back to back oftentimes. Yes. This will affect the way people view it. So from now on, editorializing is going to be in whisper form. Yes. This was like a sidebar. (laughs) Sidebar. This will affect the way people view AEW. He means all elite wrestling yes. on Wednesdays and Fridays in terms, of pres- page. in terms of presentation with the set and the show with the same great action and quote for now. We have another one here in a second, yeah. but uh, yeah, man, new look, new set confirmed. More if that means the end of, uh, uh, of the heel and face tunnels. Instead of heel and face tunnels, what would you prefer? What, what I mean, like we mentioned see? before each faction, should get their own tunnel. Okay, that's good. This and if you're not in a faction, by... there's a fact. There's a tunnel dedicated to people who aren't in a faction. So, like next week, they're going to be building the moguls affiliates. Mogul affiliates, yeah. Was it affiliates? Is that what it was? Yeah, affiliates. Yeah, they're going to be building that one. They're like, yeah, squeeze the dark order over a little bit. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. Like, um, trying to think of like a different thing than like a tunnel. Yeah. Uh, like you, you know, how about this. <laughs> How about this? You have like a good guy hole in the ground, a bad guy hole in the ground. All right. <laughs> and, and like they're under there. They have to climb their way out. That really takes entrance. a lot of effort before you have a wrestling match, though. Yeah, I mean, they're the like gassed. Oh, here, hold on. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll have something uh, uh, analogous the to the, the SmackDown fist. What could they oh, use for cool. like a SmackDown fist? Oh, foot. All right, like super kicking foot, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. That'd or Kenny's good. Kenny's gun finger. That's good. That's yeah. good. Boy, these are all great ideas. I these hope are Tony's fantastic watching ideas. the show. Hopefully Tony Khan's listening, yeah. He should be. Should be. Um. So uh, Tony Khan, the same interview with, uh, with a TV insider, also talked about new hire Michael Mansory and what he brings to the table. Uh, Mansory worked for WWE for a number of years. Um, I believe he was number two in production behind Kevin Dunn for a while. Um, this is what... Tony Khan had to say, quote, mm-hmm. Mike just started with us and is a huge acquisition for AEW. He has so much knowledge in TV production to have him join us as a co-executive producer and senior production production executive is really great for us. So important to have someone with his experience right now. He's evaluating things in terms of presentation. I'm excited about what he will add to AEW. It would be awesome if they mixed up the presentation quite a bit. Yeah. A full yeah. reinvention of the wheel in terms to oh, the wheel. Sorry. Not the game show we were talking about a couple days ago. Yeah, right. Uh, full reinvention of the wheel when it comes to wrestling uh, production and presentation. Is it a hologram or not? <laughs> the, I don't know. Number one, the idea number one. Somebody's yeah. out there in the ring with a microphone. The audience doesn't figure this is a hologram or not. Hologram or not. You can play along at home too. <laughs> right, yeah. The channel points and everything. Yes. Yeah, man. More, yeah, just all sorts of crazy ideas. I don't know. Like, oh, there's a match and then a train goes through the place. There you go. Wow. There you go. That's all good know. stuff. Keep it coming. You know, again, uh, okay. Uh, 
how about this? Instead of having an actual match, you just have one of those speed artists out there and they just draw the whole thing. That's <laughs> and good. there's your winner. Right move there. by move. Yes. Yeah. You should no, even better. Like a- even better. No, you have two speed artists. Oh, yeah. Okay. Drawing out the match. And then each speed, speed artist uh, represents has proxy for a wrestler. Yeah. Like one guy has to and draw then- mocks pinning Takeshita, and the other exactly. guy draws Takeshita pinning Mox. Exactly. Whoever finishes first... Wins the match. We did it. Because <laughs> now they get We're some entertaining wrestling, wrestling right action. Now, man. You get some great artwork, too. We're reinventing wrestling. It's kind of great. We are. Uh, and nobody gets hurt doing that. Exactly. Well, I mean, I guess Maybe you some could carpal get, you get, tunnel. Exactly. Some sort of uh, cramps in the forearm or wrist, perchance, from all the painting quickly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what... what AEW eventually looks like in about two weeks' time. In about three weeks' a, time, it's going to be old hat already. It really is not going to be a drastic change. No, it's going to be bells and whistles, right? It's going to be bells and whistles. You, know, you don't. This is this is this is the danger here. I don't want to get anybody alarmed, but this dude's coming from WWE. He's been there for a long time. He was apparently considered to be heir apparent to Kevin Dunn. Mm-hmm. Is the presentation change just going to be? WWE is this all going to look like WWE? Well, maybe this is this is me. This is me being optimistic, too optimistic. But maybe uh, sitting under the learning tree of Kevin Dunn for so many years, uh, Mike Mansory could see the advantages and the disadvantages of Kevin Dunn's approach to directing wrestling television. You know, I, I would hope that they wouldn't bring him in just to to be a for their show to be a carbon copy of WWE production wise, mm-hmm. um, because. Already, they've they've taken efforts to separate themselves in terms of how the show looks. Yeah, from right. We don't have all the shaky cam or the crash zooms and the constant cutting on action. They mm-hmm. let stuff breathe more in terms of how the show is put together. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the pace of the show; the pace is frenetic. But yeah, in terms right. of how it's shot, um, and I hope that doesn't change. If the idea is we're evaluating things in terms of presentation, maybe it's hey. How can we change up the presentation to separate us even more as opposed to looking more like the competition? You, dude, you'd like to think that this guy would come up with, would have his own ideas and maybe he was interested in implementing those ideas in WWE and now he'll be able to do that in AEW. Maybe it's going to be no different than like, you know, Vince Russo, you know, had all of his ideas filtered through Vince McMahon, but then he got to run freely over in WCW and you saw how that turned out. Horribly, yeah. Awful. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it's not that. Mm. Um but yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see uh, what this guy brings to the mix. Hopefully, it's it's uh, I don't know something new, something fresh, something interesting, mm-hmm. something that looks forward, not backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Whatever that. Whatever. Take that is. the visual know. language of pro wrestling forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I hope that because AEW it has its own kind of flavor, and I hope that that's not missing. And I don't even know. You know, it, it's got they they mix up their presentations on a micro scale during the show quite a bit. We saw, you know, Hobbs is a little bit filmed one way. We saw, uh, you know, that you have your traditional backstage interview stuff filmed another way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I like that it, it mixes it up a little bit. I hope it's not homogenous. I hope it's not just yeah, all the yeah. same thing. It, do, it does feel like, you know, you have Darby when he does those little short films. It feels like when there's I love that little vignettes or video packages for, for various wrestlers. It's almost like not only is this story they're telling in their voice, but also to a degree, you'd hope the visuals are, are, are at least inspired by that voice, you know? Well, that's, that's another point is that, you know, Tony Khan obviously offers his wrestlers plenty of freedom to mm-hmm. do stuff. And oftentimes we've seen, as you mentioned with Darby, they go out film stuff and it ends up on TV. And I hope, I hope we don't lose that either. You know, mm-hmm. I hope that if, mm-hmm. if, if he gives his wrestlers to produce stuff that is broadcast quality, you know, yeah, uh, exactly. That they'd still be free to put that on TV if it's good. Yeah, certainly hope so. Certainly hope yeah. so. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, Speaking of Dynamite, we can talk about Dynamite now. Yeah. Uh, One hell of a main event. I'm very happy they uh, had uh, Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's Championship main event the show. Um, because it was spectacular. We said it time and again. Uh, you give the women time on the, on the show. They can knock it out of the park. You got that right. They always deliver. This match was fantastic. It was physical. It was hard hitting. Um, down towards the last seven, five minutes, edgier seat stuff. Um, just a really spectacular bout. Um, and I hope, I hope we get more. I hope we get more. It was also, I mean, look, the, the outcome the outcome was never in doubt, I don't mm-hmm. think. But, um, I mean, there was one pretty shocking upset on the show. Otherwise, it was kind of filled like you had Mox versus Darius Martin. That was lopsided. Yeah. Look, and it's not saying it's a bad match. I'm just saying, like, you know. It wasn't terribly did, competitive, no. Right, yeah. You had Hook versus Exodus Prime. Great name. And I'm sure this guy has a, a great future. Uh, but you know, obviously we know how that one's going to go and Mm -hmm. it's always going to be less than three minutes. Um, and then, I mean, obviously elite versus death triangle, that shit's knocking that that's never going to be bad. That's always going to be good stuff. Yeah. And it was another good match, but yeah, match of the night clearly was the main event, dude. That match was killer by far. And the crowd was fucking going ape shit for it too. Yep. 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 And it's a testament to the skills of both, uh, hater and Sheeta. They They have a great champion with hater, man. Yeah. Yeah. That the the crowd was invested in the story they were telling there, and Sheeta was kicking out of damn near everything. Mm-hmm, yeah, Hater was throwing at her. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, it was it was great stuff, fantastic stuff. Um, we also saw the end, official end of Swerve in our glory. Mm-hmm. Um, Swerve's got a new faction, Mogul, Mogul Aff- Associates, Mogul Affiliates, Affiliates. Thank you, Affiliates, That's what it is. Um, like a Twitch affiliate. Yes. And so as Parker Boudreaux, uh, Harland, formerly in NXT, he's been in well, What happened to the Trustbusters? Don't know. Sorry, I know you don't. I'm just, I'm not asking you necessarily. Did it I'm happen on Dynamite or Rampage? It ha- or, or Elevation. We watch Rampage. Well, that's my question. Does oh, it happen oh, on Dynamite yeah, or yeah, Rampage? Yeah, Dynamite or Rampage? No, yeah, clearly not. Clearly don't, not. Don't know anything about it. So apparently, they they John, yeah, John Fearlow says we saw the end. All right. So, and then uh, somebody else who I was not familiar with, though, uh, it might be Tom McDonald, who is a a, a rapper and also maybe pro wrestler. Wait a second. Hold on. Was that, I thought that that wasn't just a joke in chat. That was real. I actually looked on, on uh, Twitter and there was some talk of that might be Tom McDonald. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So it might not be. But uh, it was brought up here in our chat, and I looked into it a little bit, so maybe. I don't know. I'm oh, not okay. Sure. That's cool. Right on. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. I, I honestly wish they just didn't ever give him a name. Yeah. Because he comes out of nowhere, very unique-looking character, all sorts of tattoos everywhere, yeah. crazy hair. And, uh, and yeah, he was, they, they all, I, I kind of liked how Swerve, you know, they set this uh, up. Rick Ross is in there. Jorge D says Sean Ross Sapp sent <clears> a tweet <throat> that it's not Tom McDonald. All right. Okay. All right. Confirmed by Sean Ross Sapp. Another guy who gets things right. Yes. I like I like the setup, you know, with Rick Ross appropriately for what's about to happen, calling Keith Lee a big motherfucker. Uncensored, by the way. Hilarious. Keith Lee's reaction was great. And then Swerve comes down. He doesn't get in the ring. He just comes down. And it's like he started like attacking with very with his moguls, you know? Yes. And like first Harlan gets him and then his uh, affiliates. This, his affiliates, his affiliates. Not his moguls. And then this other guy, he's the mogul. He's the new mogul, Larson. And then, like, all these guys have to, like, attack him with all their various powers and stuff. And then Swerve gets up. They put a cinder block on Keith Lee, and he does a big double stomp from the top, which was a great sight. I just like that Keith Lee is so powerful that it takes all these different guys piling on him in different ways. It was was a really great sight there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the segment didn't go off 
uh, totally fluidly. It was a bit messy, um, but uh, it was still wildly entertaining. And and them referencing Swerve and Rick Ross referencing the accusations line from their last segment they were all in. Yeah, was that was good. Fun. That was. Cool. I hope we see a lot more of Rick Ross. I do. I agree. I do. I want to see a lot more of him too. Yeah. So apparently, Tom McDonald's also an alt right rapper. Oh, that was terrible. Ugh. Oh man. Yeesh. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, no, it was cool to see uh, a new faction, one featuring Rick Ross, uh, and I feel like this is a better role for Parker Boudreaux than uh, than being in the Trust Busters. Yes. Yes. They have like, they, what do you think of the of the Mogul and Associates Mogul affiliates logo? I didn't really get a good look at it. I like that it it's it's very designy. Yeah. And it doesn't look anything like a pro wrestling logo. Yes. Which I like. Uh, you can wear it to a bar, but also there's something to be said about some of the like you know just having a straight up pro wrestling logo. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I think it's cool. It's it looks like an album cover or whatever. It looks yeah, like it a does. Pink it really does. Album cover, it really you know? does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if they're gonna they're gonna uh, say who the third member. Hopefully, not. he doesn't have a name. I just wanted yeah. to not have a name at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we also, as you mentioned, you got uh, the fifth match in the best of seven elite versus death triangles and no DQ bout. This was a lot of fun. Uh, the elite close. The gap to three two, commentary directly <clears throat> referenced the Cavs coming back from a three one deficit against the Warriors. Yeah, so I mean that there, the odds are that's your story there. Although I think mm-hmm. it'd be pretty great if somehow in in Game Seven, if you will, Death Triangle somehow pulls out the win. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. I, I really kind of hope that happens. Um, no, I think that'd be good. And then you can have the Elite go on and fight House of Black. Because that's a high-profile thing, mm-hmm. and that's not you know done to be for the titles because they wouldn't be champions. And House of Black goes over there, and uh, you can look. The elite's been out for a long time. You know they oh, should struggle rust. a little bit. Bring rust. Yeah, why not? Sure. Uh, rest or rust. That's always the 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 line that goes into like all those NBA finals because it's always mm-hmm. like some mm-hmm. some you know somebody's coming in from like a bunch of seven game series going all the way. Meanwhile, you got another team cleaning house and four in four games straight yeah, or whatever. A lot of downtime, yeah. <laughs> not maybe not as sharp as a team that's been playing every other day. Right, exactly. But they also exactly. have plenty of rest. They yeah. get rest, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then to open the show, Chris Jericho. Uh, extended invitation to absolute Ricky Starks to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starks not so politely declined the invitation. Yeah. Um, he gets attacked by the JAS. Action Andretti comes to make the save. Later on, he gets a fireball. Man, this was a hell of a fireball. This wasn't a little spark, man. This was like straight up like flames on his face. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. I was like, oh, God. Ah. That's horrible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I like that they're they're really, you know, Jericho obviously <clears throat> took a lot of pride in putting this guy over. So he's gonna get the Jericho uh he's gonna get the Jericho appreciation, you know? Yeah. And so they gave him a whole giant ass interview promo thing, and then he got a face full of fire. So here's here's uh Sean's tweet about third member of Mogul Affiliates. Which guys that guys that wasn't Tom McDonald on AEW lol. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. There you go. I mean, look, Sean, kind of looked like the guy. Yeah, it did. And then there was some conversation about it on yeah. Twitter, and I was like, "Well, you know, people might have a better idea who that is than I would, because I have no, no need, idea who that guy is." No need to act like we're assholes, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Sean. Oh man. Anyways, let's dive into it. Started with a Ricky Starks promo. Good pop for Ricky Starks. Yes. I think this little bit with MJF really did a lot for him. He says, you know, it would have been really nice as the new AW champ, but that's not how things turned out because I lost, and that's on me because I should have known better. But at least I lost like a man while Max won like a coward. At least I can stand here with dignity, and while Max might still be champ, he has. Uh, he says he has none of that. If I was this close to beating you, MJF, just imagine what happens next time, and there will be. Next time, but this doesn't mean it's the end of the road. This is just the start. And if I got to work my way up to a title shot, line him up. I'll knock him down at the end of the day. I'm going to be the man around here. 
Let me tell you something because I'm absolute Ricky Starks. Oh, then dun, 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 dun. Chris Jericho with Sammy. Daniel Garcia. Sorry, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. And Daniel Garcia come to the stage. Jericho says, Ricky, 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 I've been watching you for a long time, a long time, and I saw you last week. You're right. You did come close to winning the world title, but you're not a dollar store version of anybody. You're a million-dollar talent. You'll be a champ someday, but you're not quite ready yet. And I don't want you to be a flash in the pan. And after talking over with Danny and Sammy, we think you have everything it takes to be a big star in AEW. All you need is a little influence, a little advice, a little Chris Jericho. Uh, we've talked it over, and we want you to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. And then Stark says, oh, wow, the almighty Jericho gave me a compliment. I like uh, that you know how to stay relevant. You constantly evolve. Hell, not long ago, you came out built like an air fryer. But now you're shredded. You dress like a single father after his fifth divorce. <laughs> and while the offer is tempting, I'm going to say, hell no, I don't want to join the JS. Just last week you lost to Action Andretti and your stock kind of dropped. And the J and JS might as well stand for jobbers. Ooh, crowd loved that one. Yeah, they did. And Jericho did a great job of, like, that really stung him. Yeah, really, yeah. Here's the <clears> thing. <throat> he says, those jazz holes, and you can take that word, jazz holes, Sammy and Danny uh, have it done he kind of changes his his uh, his his uh, his what he what he's talking about here. He says, "Danny, what has Chris done for you?" I think he was trying to say, "What has what have you gained by being in the JS as opposed to they yeah, have done yeah. anything?" Because Daniel Garcia was just pure champion. He says, "Danny, what has Chris done for you? You lost your title, right?" And Sammy, I could care less for you, but you're not going to suck the life out of me. Uh, if you're if you're looking for something to suck, I do have something for you. Whoa, yeah. And then he eventually challenges Jericho. To a match, Jericho says, wrong answer, because Hager's right behind him. He lays out Ricky from behind. Uh, Sammy and, and, and Daniel Garcia hit the ring to help with the beat down. Uh, Jericho gets in the ring. He's about to hit Starks with Floyd the Bat, and Action Andretti makes the save. That's right. We got a little bit more of that later. First up, we have the Elite versus the Death Triangle, so this, of course, is the weapons match. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And yes. there was a, a Christmas tree. How did Excalibur refer to it? The unforgiving fake uh, uh, needles. Pine yeah, needles, needles. Pine needles. Pine needles yeah. of a Christmas of a, uh, of a yeah a fake Christmas tree. Which is funny because at least the fake Christmas tree we have the ne- the needles are actually pretty soft. Yeah, yeah. I think the I thing is though, the branches show. are filled with wire. Mm-hmm, yeah. So that could hurt. Right. Yeah. I guess uh, he's probably being sarcastic. I, yeah, I think he was. Um, but yeah, there was three hammers in this particular match. Yes, and uh, and in fact, they did a, a pretty uh, pretty decent job uh, with uh, one of the false finishes here because uh, Phoenix hit Kenny, mm-hmm. you know, much as he did in the first one with uh, the hammer. And uh, man, I swear to God, I was like, "Holy shit, that's gonna do it!" Nope, Kenny kicked out of a hammer shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, it looked like all three members of Death Triangle were gonna take out Kenny uh, with hammer, and uh, they all got. 
their leg or two of them got their legs swept. That allowed uh, uh, Kenny to take advantage. And uh, eventually, what was it? Was it? A, yeah, it was just a one winged angel after that. I think. No, no, no. It was a it was a Melter driver oh, the chair, on a yeah, chair from yeah to Phoenix uh, with that. Yeah, so Kenny hit a Snapdragon uh, on Phoenix, and then the Young Bucks hit him with a Melter driver on a chair to get the win here. Yeah. Then afterwards, Pack and Penta uh, are just beating the hell out of the Elite. Um, at least Matt got busted. So Matt or Nick it was. One of the young bucks got busted open for sure. If not, it was both Nick. Of them. It was Nick. It yeah. was Nick. Yeah, it was Nick. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And so they're just stomping on him, and and like all three of the elite are in the corner, almost kind of like, you know, like leaning on each other to keep upright somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Phoenix goes over there and, and like kind of pulls Pack and Penta off, and eventually Penta goes back over there, hits a couple more stomps at Phoenix, and Alex has to go and say, "No, get off him." Yeah. Yeah. So. A little bit of uh, descent. I wonder if that's going to play into the next match, if Death Triangle is going to fall apart a little bit more, perhaps. Well, you look at their entrance, and you have Phoenix. Uh, so you have Penta in the middle mm, between yeah. the two tunnels, uh, yeah. uh, you know, a, a few steps forward. You have Phoenix in front of the face tunnel. Yeah. You have Pack in front of the heel tunnel. That's the dynamic yeah. that's playing out right now, more or less. Well, I, you know what, dude? Going back to the presentation thing, I've actually always appreciated that about AEW. You have the face... You have the heel tunnel, you got the face tunnel. And even Cody, who loved to play with both of them, exactly. had his own middle uh, end, uh, elevator, Yeah, the Cody Vader. Um, I like that. I think I thought that was like one, you know, AEW does tend to take from other, from they, they tend to take from other places, mm-hmm. you know, call it inspiration, whatever you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the, the heel face tunnel thing is from somewhere else. Are you aware if, if, if that's from somebody somewhere else? I vaguely remember somebody mentioning TNA maybe having something like that at some point. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe. It's very it's very cool if it's their original yeah, thing yeah. or if they took it from somewhere else. I really love the idea. Yeah. Well, because it's great. Like if a face happens to go, you know, it comes out in the face tunnel, walks through the heel tunnel. Oh, shit. What does that mean? Well, what does it mean exactly? Yeah. Should we read too much into it or not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, after that we had, so yeah, I don't know. I, I get the, I, I hope because, okay. TNA universal studios says the sweet prince. Thank you very okay. much. Um, no, I, 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 cause my thing about this whole best of seven is let's get a different story every time. And on a small level, we're getting that, you know, this time we got this and I wonder if it's going to be sort of the death triangle, you know, eventually falling apart being, the thing that you know leads them to to losing these titles and their entire faction, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we go back to last week after MJF uh, runs through the crowd to escape from Brian Danielson. Uh, he, he drops a promo. He says, uh, "Danielson, you're a coward. It was my moment. And what do you do? You try to attack me from behind. I beat Starks clean. It should have been my moment. And you stuck your shitty hipster nose in it." Everybody wants to ride my wave. Everybody wants to eat off my plate. But guess what, Brian? In my reign of terror, you eat less than you desire. And you, I think you said you get more of what you deserve. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick here, we got a super chat from Justifiable Trees and saying, Hey, guys, sorry about missing the last few shows. The bell notification does nothing. It, it It's sort of spotty. It's worked for me in the past, and then sometimes mm-hmm. I think I notice it hasn't. Uh, he says, anyways, can you book Enforcer versus Rick Ross for ACW? I look. Here's the thing. We'd have to do it quick because I get the feeling Rick Ross is going to get the Rick Ross is all elite. Yeah, uh, graphic, graphic any, any at some point. Now, soon. Yeah. Uh, we also have Nightfall seventy eight re-upping their membership and Poke oh, says got you. Poke with a super chat says got tickets to New Year's Smash. Super excited. That's that's awesome. 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 That's great. Awesome. Uh, so, anyways, uh, after that we had an Action Andretti interview. He says, I defeated Chris Jericho and ever since my life hasn't been the same. Been getting lots of love and support from the AEW fans. And while all that is good for me, he says, I knew the Jericho Appreciation Society would take their anger out. And they did that on Ricky Starks. And I was there to back him up. And then 2.0 step in and say, hey, you're on a hot streak. You could say you're on fire. And then he turns around and ooh, Jericho hits him with a fireball. Do you think he's going to do the thing where he's like in kayfabe uh, blinded from this for a couple weeks? Oh, they should do something. They got to sell this for a while. Getting hit in the face with fire is no, you know, that's yeah. no small thing, man. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Maybe Absolutely. he'll come out with like his face or his head bandaged up or something like that. Oh, there you go. That's good. Yeah. You know, like a fake cane mask or something. 
Well, you'd have to go something that extreme, but something. Yeah. Band, yeah. No, I like band like the Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> band, but just just like the head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Renee Paquette interviews Brian Danielson in the ring. Um, and he says, I don't expect the Blackpool Combat Club to forgive what William Regal did. He does. He's done some pretty bad things. But here's the thing. I first trained to wrestle here in San Antonio. Uh, my first match was 15 minutes up the road at Far West Rodeo. You guys might see me there do some horrible line dancing. It says, I was first trained by Rudy Gonzalez and Shawn Michaels. But the man who turned me into the wrestler I am today is William Regal. He also turned me into the person I am today. He says, I understand Moss, Claudio, and Wheeler don't have that same relationship with him. But when Regal was in the hospital, I thought I was going to lose him. I cried because he's made my life better, my wrestling better, everything better. So then he gets to come here to AEW. And I loved having him here in AEW. And the one thing Regal taught me is that there are consequences for your actions. One thing MJF needs to learn is that there are consequences for your actions. Max, I've been listening to everything you said. Uh, there are consequences when you send Regal to the hospital. You call me a coward, MJF. Get your ass out here right now. But we don't get MJF. No, we get uh, Ethan Page and Stokely. They come to the ramp. Page says, you know, I make it all the way to the finals, the Eliminator Tournament. Brian didn't do that. I made it to the final two of the Dynamite Battle Royal. Brian didn't do that. And everyone knows if I faced MJF for the title, I'd be the champion. But for some reason, Vegetable Man thinks he can jump in front of me in the line. And Stokely says, Brian, you should go home, shop at Trader Joe's. <clears throat> and eat your uh, cauliflower Cheetos. Did, did you, you shop at Trader Joe's. Have you had cauliflower Cheetos? Before? I've never seen cauliflower Cheetos at Trader Joe's, no. All right. So Brian says, man, I'm sorry I can't concentrate. The glare off Stokely's head is distracting. Can, can you grow some hair up there, please? And uh, the, with the crowd telling you guys to very politely shut up, they were in fact chanting, shut the fuck up. Uh, he says, I couldn't hear what you said. Did you, did you just call me vegetable man? Stokely's pissed about the hair comment says, you raggedy bitch. And Paige says, uh, you know, I didn't call you a vegetable man because of what you eat. I call you a vegetable man because if you think you're jumping ahead of me, I'm going to turn you into a vegetable. And then Brian says, well, if you're going to do that, why not do it right here, right now? And then Paige starts taking off his shirt and he's like, ah, I thought about it. He says, I got no problem popping off my top while my pants are staying on. So why don't we do it next week? I'm not doing it for you, San Antonio. You suck. I'll see you next week. And meanwhile, MJF is watching backstage. Yeah, he's there. He just didn't come out. Uh, then we got a Mox promo. He says, ah, oh, this $300,000 trio's Casino Battle Royal. That sounds like one heck of a good time. So I don't miss that. So you'll know where I'll be on Friday, Hangman. We can keep going like we've been going. But when exactly are you going to settle this? Are we going to settle this in the ring? But what is there to settle? You got knocked out. How else did you see that playing out? Did you see it playing out differently? Oh, poor hangman woke up in the hospital. What do you think I was trying to do with that clothesline? It ain't my problem. He got a glass jaw. I'm Ooh. not the bad guy. Ouch. And he moves on to Darius uh, Martin, who he has a match with tonight. And says, all I hear about him is he's injury prone. Is that my fault too? <laughs> and he says, well, we're all teachers in the Blackpool Combat Club, so I'm going to have to teach Darius a hard lesson tonight. Then we got another promo, Samoa Joe this time. Yeah, there's a lot of talking. <laughs> I texted you on this one. I was like, at this point with Samoa Joe, I was like, we're 45 minutes deep. We've had one match. Come on now. <clears throat> Samoa Joe says, hello, friends. He's very, it's it's very holiday setting. You know, king of television. He's actually yes. being uh, pretty cordial here. Mm -hmm. He's got a cordial tone. Mm -hmm. He says, hello, friends. Samoa Joe here, universally known as the one true king of television. Taking a moment to wish you all a happy holiday. And Wardlow, I have a special greeting for you. I wish you the happiest and merriest of holidays. May it be filled with friends, family, and people you love. Because I think we both know that you're not going to be having a happy new year. In fact, Santa may not bring you, may not be bringing you what you want on December 25th. But on December 28th, I'm going to give you more than you ever asked for. After I'm done giving you exactly what you asked for, I'm going to take from you. Wardlow, have a happy, happy holiday season. But come 28th. December 28th, uh, all the holiday cheer ends. He said it a lot more eloquently than I did. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then we had Hook versus Exodus Prime. Very short match. Hook wins with Red Rum, and then we cut backstage. And Stokely's cutting a promo while Lee Moriarty and Big Bill are Big laying Bill. in the Jungle Boy. Yeah. So Stokely says, well, 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 this Neanderthal, talking about Jungle Boy, Thought he was walking around in Beverly Hills. And Hook, just like you, you he can't walk these streets alone. And then uh, Big Bill 
choke slams Jungle Boy into the dumpster. And then Hook kind of like casually leaves, I guess, to make the save. Yeah, I guess so. We don't know because they immediately, before he was even through the tunnel, uh, uh, they kicked in Mox's music, mm-hmm. and we go into that match. Uh, I, 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 Hook is already really over. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy is already really over. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing this? I don't know. And don't why know. is it like Hook having to save Jungle Boy? I would hope that maybe next week they'll reverse it. Well, Jungle Jungle Boy has a match, and backstage they beat up Hook. So there's some because it just sort of feels like now Hook has to always save Jungle Boy, and I'm I like, know. Jungle Boy's supposed to be his own man. Exactly. That's that was sort a, of the point. Exactly. He just got out of the tag team situation. Yeah. Why are you potentially putting him in another tag team situation? You've already tried yeah, right. that with Hook with Danhausen. Didn't really work. What did that ever? By the way, you know, there's so much that goes on this year. Did that, how, how did that end? Hook and Dan I think Housen? it just it, they had that they had that one match at the kickoff for pay per view and they just kind of fizzled nothing. And then just then they just didn't do it. Maybe they, they didn't did go something back on Dark early. Elevation. I don't know. Maybe, but again, if it doesn't happen on Dynamite or Rampage. I don't know about it. It kind of doesn't happen for us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we had that John Moxley versus Darius Martin match uh, after the Hook stuff. Uh, Mox uh, gets a Death Rider uh, here to get the win. But uh, this was really good stuff. Mox puts on really good matches. And, of course, Darius Martin's a hell of a talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this was good stuff. It was just Moxley beating the crap out of him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, then we had a Jamie Hayter Hikaru Shida video package hyping up their main event. And then we had the latest edition of these uh, – Book of Hobbs video packages. This one was pretty dark, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he talked about he talked about basically being abused. He, did he say he got shot as a child? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if that's true. That's that's pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, yeah. No, I, I like these. Again, my only criticism is what we've already talked about. I think this would be more powerful if they just sort of did it all at one time. Mm-hmm. So we got the entire, you know, story, uh, vignette yeah. story. Yeah. You know, and stabbed. Yeah, he said he got mm-hmm. stabbed too. Boy, that's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's true, my goodness gracious. Good for him for, you know, getting through all that and becoming an AEW superstar. Uh, yeah, it would have been cool as like one long big thing because these things are filmed really well and they're done really well. Yeah, they are. And I and his 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 uh, voiceover is really good here. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I, I kind of wish they had just instead of doing thirty to sixty second little bits of it. You know, if you want to run it in parts over a couple of weeks, that's fine. But give us like two three minutes per segment. Yeah, right. Yeah, I get the I get the feeling the entire thing is like four minutes. Yeah, and they just have you know they they're trying to do this over the span of eight weeks. Seemingly, yeah. Uh, then we had Gun Club versus FTR. Uh, Gun Club wearing some Bret Hart inspired gear as a kind of a, a little bit of a jab to FTR. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun enough match. Uh, the famous, uh, the sorry, the finish made me feel like that FTR is probably not going to be in AW very long because they took the loss here to the Ass Boys via roll up and uh, Colton holding on to Austin's hands while he was rolling up Dax. Yeah, yeah. I mean. When did they say the contract was up? Wasn't April, it March? Was it? Oh, was it that long from now? Yeah. Far, that far from now? That's like months away. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, they're still the IWGP Tag Champions. Yeah, that, that's well. I guess Gun Club. Gun Club's now the linear, <laughs> millennial champs. The, yeah. Sorry, the lineal champs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, FTR's got the match against uh, Yoshihashi and Goto at Wrestle Kingdom. They'll probably lose those IWGP ones there. Man, limping towards 2023, this FTR, man. Yeah. Wowza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so FTR takes the loss there. Yeah, somewhat uh, surprising. But, I mean, you know, maybe they'll have a rematch, and then FTR will get the win. I mean, look, the thing is, they, they you know, for whatever reason, Gun Club's been getting a lot of TV time. They have to be seen at some point. Isn't it crazy? When was the Acclaim match? Like, last, like, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And a claim picked up that win. It was a huge deal. And now it's like, oh, Gun Club can beat you too. The yeah. Briscoes beat them. Well, Briscoes yeah. are a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it, wasn't, now, it wasn't like they lost by roll-up. You know, it was like a brutal dog collar match. They lost. You know the what they should do? You know what they should do? They should like show FTR backstage and Cash is giving Dax all that shit for taking all those singles matches. Yeah. Well, they were at least really selling the, the, the damage that FTR 
was still dealing with from the dog collar match. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That was yeah. an aspect of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so after that, we had a in- very intentionally bad rap video from Sanjay Dutt, Double J, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh. Amazingly, just San- Sanjay Dutt rapping. Yeah. Just terribly. Half the time, he was out of sync with the video. Yeah. 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 They were cutting a thing on the acclaimed. Yes. And then even like when they go back to the to the commentary, Taz is like, that was the most off-putting rap song I've ever heard. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I guess fun. the match on Rampage is Double J and Lethal against Bowens and Billy. It's not for the tag titles. Oh, okay. That's good. You know what? That kind of like makes the tag title thing a bit more meaningful, you yeah. know? Like the acclaim is not just going to defend against any old... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I would not be surprised if uh, uh, somehow Lethal and Double J get the win in that particular bout, and they're like, "Hey, we beat Bowen's a daddy ass. We we should get a tag title shot now." You know, man. I I'll be honest with you. I kind of miss the AW rankings because around this time every week we'd be like, "Wait, who who who's number one ranked in the tag teams?" Yep. And then we'd go and look at the rankings and be like, "Oh, it's FTR again." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For 35 weeks in a row, it's been FTR. It probably still is. Like, if you check it now, it probably still Here, is because they it. haven't updated. Have, have they, have they haven't taken it down? It's probably still up. Yeah, as far as the uh, rankings. August 31st. Number one contenders, FTR. FTR, there you go. Well, maybe they'll get their shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so then we had this, uh, what is it, a conflict mediation with Rick Ross? Yeah. So uh, Keith Lee comes to the ring first. Ross uh, tells the crowd to make some noise. He says, I'm the biggest boss, and when I come, I come to make history, and we're going to make history. we got big business to discuss. It's time to bring out the young legend. But before we hit the music, he says, Keith, you're special. You're a big motherfucker. We're coming to make history. and then But Swerve still doesn't come out. He's like yeah. he's like delay, or he's like uh, uh, stalling. Yeah. So Swerve walks out. He says, oh, I wasn't aware we were doing this on Keith's time again. And Swerve isn't waiting for anybody, for nobody. He says, Swerve is going to start doing things Swerve's way. Me and you, Keith, we should own everything. But Ross, I can't deal with all the accusations. And then Rick Ross turns and says, false accusations. He says, so Keith, you need to keep your eye on the ball. You can't keep your eye on the eyes on the tag titles, on your health. And honestly, you need to keep your eyes on the back of your head from now on. And then whoop Parker Boudreaux attacks Keith from behind. Keith sends him out of the ring. That's not enough. Swerve waves uh, Keith to the stage. Some other dude attacks Keith Lee on the ramp. Mm -hmm. And then Parker blasts Keith with a chair shot. Swerve tells Parker and other dude to move the ring steps. They put Lee on top of them and then put a cinder block over Keith Lee's chest. And then Swerve hits a big old stomp off the top onto the cinder block. It was a great visual. Yeah, yeah. That, That closing bit there with the cinder block was really, really well done. It was, it was, that was like the one well done thing about this because it was very confusing. It's like, Oh, Parker Boudreaux. Okay. All right. I guess he needs something to do, I guess. Cause yeah. my, the entire time I'm like, what happened to the trust busters? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then the other guy comes out and it just gets really confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we have no, we, we still have no idea who it is. We, still know who don't it know. is. we know who it isn't. Yeah. We know it's not Tom McDonald. It's not Tom McDonald. Alt-right rapper. <laughs> we know it's not Cronus McDonald. That's, <laughs> Um, who's you know who's pushing some NFT trading cards? Oh we know it's goodness. not that guy. No, but it's somebody. It's somebody. Somebody. We don't know who it is. Maybe we'll yeah. learn who it is. Maybe we won't. I hope we don't. Just wanted to be this mystery. Yeah. What if there's always like a different X factor? Like next week, it's some other random tattooed guy, but it's not the first guy. Yeah, it's a different guy. But it's still the not next the other guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's not Tom McDonald. It's not, it's not Cronus McDonald. It's yeah. not. It's never him. It's always somebody different, but not that guy. Yeah. Somebody that apparently people are confusing for that guy. It should always be a variant of Tom McDonald. But not Tom McDonald. Not Tom McDonald. Uh, then we got a, a short video package for the Trios Battle Royal. So first, the best friends. And then they say, what are we going to do with $300,000? I think Trent says, I'm going to buy my mom a house. And then uh, Chuck says, I'm going to buy my mom a chainsaw. And then Orange says, I'm going to buy Trent's mom a house. And yeah. then we cut to the Dark Order and Hangman Page. And so it's Reynolds, it's Uno, it's Silver. 
So they're talking about, yeah, we're going to be in the match. Hangman, we don't want you to interfere. We know Mox is going to be there. And then Paige says, when is it? And they say Friday. He's like, all right, you guys got this. And he leaves. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "What? what where is he going? I think Ronald says, oh, he must be going on vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be a massive clusterfuck, but it actually should be fun. I love that they've attached $300,000 to yeah, it. I, I think that's great. I know, me too. Me too. And then we had our main event at Karoshida versus Jamie Hayter. Oh, my goodness gracious. Spectacular. This match was fantastic. Yeah. Spectacular. Really like, stuff. they opened up just hitting, trading strikes. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was kind of like the first third of the match was just trading strikes. Yeah, right. Oh, Adam Beveridge said, I think, uh, Paige said, I got to book a flight. So I guess he's booking a flight to Rampage. Ah, okay. Isn't it Rampage right idea. now, though? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, down towards the finish, uh, Hater's looking for a finish, Rainmaker. Uh, Sheeta counters with a jumping knee, hits a pair of kicks, looking for a Katana, her own finish. Hater ducks that, looks again for a Rainmaker. Sheeta escapes that, hits a German suplex. So Rebel gets on the apron to distract the ref. And uh, Britt brings Sheeta's kendo stick into the ring. Well, Sheeta hits her with the kick, hits her with the kendo, throws it out of the ring, looks for a kick on Hater. Hater catches her, looks for a powerbomb. Sheeta uh, does like a Rana into a roll-up. Well, Hater rolls through and powers her up and hits a powerbomb. Sheeta mm-hmm. kicks out of that. Hater hits a huge lariat. Sheeta kicks out of that. And then Hater hits the Rainmaker to get the win. After the match, Britt and Rebel are stomping on Sheeta. Tony Storm runs down to make the save. Uh, Hater hits her in the back with a title, though. So Britt and Rebel are holding up Tony mm-hmm. as Hater's setting up for another shot with a title. Soraya comes to the ring to make the save. Yeah, I thought it was a good... Uh, yeah, I thought this was a really solid way to end the show. Do you think there's a chance? I don't know if they will. If they make the tag match on mm-hmm. January 11th, the six-woman tag, mm-hmm. where you got Jamie, Britt, and Rebel... Mm-hmm. Against Soraya, Tony, mm-hmm. and Sheeta. Uh, I think that's uh, now that you mention it, that is a possibility, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Unless Sheeta is just going to sort of quantum leap out of this, and it's going to end up being Tony and Soraya. That's a possibility too. I, I feel like if they're going to do that, they really need to announce that, yes. like on Rampage, absolutely, or next week on Dynamite, so At that some people's point expectations. That show, yes. Aren't like, oh, it's Thunder Rosa or it's Sasha Banks or it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody else, Naomi or whatever. Um, but yeah, they need to do that because given the current, you know, Mandy Rose, given the current status of like, you know, the free agency pool for the women's division, you, you, you don't want to get expectations up. And it's like, oh, it's just Tony Storm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe that'll be the case. Um, all right. We're going to go ahead and answer some questions now. Yep. Have a uh, 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 thread here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. By the way, over at Friendo Club, uh, tomorrow morning, we're going to have the entirety of the Church of Friendo's office party. uh, we We played the home edition of Family Feud. Oh, that was a blast. Oh, hell. I just dropped them all. Look at that, right? Oh there. my gosh, it's an empty box now. This is well, it's got some in there. Uh, yeah, so we did this. Uh, I'll just we'll give you a little hint right here. Name Larson. Name a last minute purchase you might make while waiting in line at a grocery store. Pack of gum. Survey says number two answer. Pack of gum. Magazine. Number three answer. Magazine slash book. Uh, Pringles. I don't have my X. Ah, What's number one then? Candy slash mints. Oh, so okay. it's similar to gum. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty close to gum. I would. Number four. There's one more. Number four is water. Yeah, a drink water. beverage. Yes. So, anyways, patreoncom forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, you can a- ask some questions for our uh, recap episodes, mm-hmm. and then watch some bonus content too tomorrow on Overrun. Noon Pacific, three Eastern. It's our performance uh, review, yes. It's our yearly performance review. We asked you guys, "What do you guys want to see from us in 2023?" And we're gonna we're gonna take a look at those answers. We're gonna or, or those questions we're gonna answer. Exactly, exactly. Speaking Alex, of questions, yeah, let's answer some. Alex uh, Foster says, yes. if, "If the elite left, hypothetically, what should the E and A W be changed to?" 
excellent. AXW. Oh, E just for excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. AXW. I like AXW. And then you, you make Wardlow the top guy. And it's Wardlow's World. Wardlow's World. Woo woo. AEW. Excellent wrestling. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Excellent. Excellent. What do they just have Wardlow do like a like a surfer dude accent? Excellent. Excellent. Although I guess Wayne and Garth, they were just from uh, Aurora, Illinois. Huh? Yeah. Suburban yeah. Chicago, yes. Yeah. Uh, Blake Whitehouse says, uh, do you think all the uncensored F-bombs will bite AEW when it comes to negotiations? Nope. Accidents no. happen. Yep. Nobody's going to care. Nope. Exactly. Nope. Uh, Steve Klein, what would the Book of Larson look like? So we've seen Hobbs. It's, you know, very, uh, very uh, gritty, you know, uh, uh, it's on the streets. <laughs> What's the Book of Larson? I mean, it'd probably just be me sitting here in my chair, mm-hmm. strumming some pretty boring chords on my guitar. Just farting some holes into your office chair. Yeah, that's about the extent of it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds very lonely, man. Yeah, not about lonely. It's not terribly exciting, though. Yeah. Mine, the book of Steve, would just be me, like, roughhousing with Gypsy. Ah. With, with my dog. Yeah. You know, her biting me. And we do this fun thing where we bite each other's face. <laughs> She is, I, she, she is so, she like, she like, I'll put my nose right up to her mouth and she'll like nibble on my nose a little bit. It's oh the cutest goodness. thing because she could rip it off. She wanted yeah, to. Yeah, she could. I know. But she doesn't because she's my best friend. Uh, Moses Supposes asks, who faces MJF after Danielson? Mm. So we're going to do, they're going to do that match probably. They're not going to wait till uh, Revolution to do that one. No, no, that'll be. It's not going to be as as soon as New Year's Smash, is it? No, I don't think so. But it could isn't be. isn't New Year's Smash isn't until like the fucking tenth or something, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's it going to be. be New Year's. That's twenty. That's twenty days away. Yeah, they'll do that. They'll do that. Yeah, and then I think yeah, Oregon Grinders got it right. I think it's going to be Hangman. I think could Hangman's going to beat Mox, and then at Revolution will be Hangman versus MJF. Okay, that could be. It's my guess. Uh, David Matushek, considering that AEW is getting a new look, should they change? Uh, should they get a change in the logo and graphics department? You know, overall, I think the the graphic assets they use are pretty solid. I don't necessarily have an issue with them. I don't have an issue with them. I think the, I, I I like it the way it is, but I do think it also looks. I don't know. I guess I guess they could if you if you if you compare it to something like WWE, it does look five years behind it, you know? Which I don't mind. I think the aesthetic is just fine and I think mm-hmm. it adds a little bit of charm to it. Yeah. Uh but that being said, I think that's probably what I'm gonna expect is something that looks just updated, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Newer, slicker. Yeah. Uh not saying it needs it, but I think that's what's gonna happen. Nikhil here asks, uh, with 2022 coming to close, summarize how crazy this year has been in pro wrestling. One, at, at zero to 10, this has been an 11. Yeah. I mean, it's been off the charts nuts. I thought 2021 couldn't. I thought I couldn't get any crazier than that. I, I, think, I honestly think I remember in our predictions video, I think I said 2022 is going to be boring. Interesting. Either in our predictions or sometime at the end of last year, I was like, there's no way that 2022 can top 2021. Well, I have a new prediction. 2023 is going to be boring as fuck. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Super boring. Super boring. I'm saying that so that it really cool shit happens. happens. It's really good for our business when there's a lot of drama and shit. Yeah. Well, I I only got one of my predictions correct. Which one was that? More main roster stars on NXT. Yeah, remember they that seemed like you had that spot on like for a second. Like they were literally that was the mandate. It was we're gonna have so much crossover. And then now it's like not that at all. But yeah, for a second they did that. The new day or the what? NXT tag champ, Steve. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, huh? There seemed to be but there was like a gulf. There was like a there was like a gap before the new day. Oh, it's show, always wasn't kind there? of been an ebb and you know, like a ebb Who was and flow. before the new day that came down there? Um, I mean, you're asking me something that requires memory. I'm like Dolph was the champion. Yeah, he was the champion. Then he left. Yeah. Was there any other ones? 
Like Natalia was there. Yeah, AJ. Yeah, AJ, AJ and Waller when they did that was when they seemed and AJ and Natty was like when they were doing yeah yeah that yeah. stuff. Apollo, that's different. Apollo's not a main roster guy anymore. Yeah, I think he's he's NXT just staying for, there for now. Yeah, I feel like there has been more, but I can't think of anything, anybody. Yeah, but it feels less like it's crossover. And more Shinsuke did. That's right. Shinsuke did an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rhea was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, and they did the thing where pick your poison stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, man. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.